Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Another strange but eventful day for our markets today as the election updates just continue to pour in here. And folks, anyone who tells you that Biden is officially president-elect is, is simply not paying attention right now. Remember this, not a single state has yet to certify the results of this election. We still have a ways to go before that happens. Today, the Georgia Secretary of State said that there will be a full recount by hand and a full audit of the Georgia election results. Folks, that's the first time that this has happened in Georgia, and it's not just Georgia. This is happening all over the United States, not even just the close states like Pennsylvania, um, you know, Michigan, where they've seen a lot of fraud. But there are now over 10 states that there are lawsuits filed in and more coming in regularly. So we don't even know the full extent of how far out this is going to go now. This is just too early to be calling it and really irresponsible by the media to be doing so. It undermines the the confidence in our elections to see them doing things like this. But of course, they, they know what they're doing. And we're also hearing reports now that there are now hundreds of witnesses who have come forward with sworn affidavits detailing election fraud here. And if you followed any of the, uh, Project Veritas news that has been coming out. If you haven't, I'll just recap for you here quickly. A postal worker in Pennsylvania who is ex-military, what came forward signing an affidavit, uh, came public through Project Veritas saying that he personally witnessed voter frauds. Voter fraud. Well, yesterday, the Washington Post came out with a claim that he had recanted his statement after being interviewed by feds. That is absolutely false. It is actually pretty funny. He went back on last night to Project Veritas, releasing more footage of his of his interrogation, and that's exactly what it was. It was an absolute interrogation by the feds to get him to recant his affidavit that he that he had signed. And it was, folks, I've only heard parts of it. It does not sound like something that anybody who is trying to come forward with the truth should have to be exposed to. It was irresponsible to to have this. And he recorded the whole thing, so we have it on tape. It's out there if you want to check out Project Veritas. But it's just too funny. The, The Washington Post, right after that meeting, the feds called the Washington Post and told them, yeah, uh, he recanted his statement and clearly false, absolutely false. This is media manipulation like we have never seen before. Scott Adams summed it up pretty well and it was retweeted by President Trump saying that they're trying to brainwash people into believing that we have to accept this outcome. Even though no state has certified this election so far, they are pushing this narrative so hard. So keep your head on a swivel here because this is just getting going. We're in the early innings here of what could be a a long process here to get this election figured out and figure out exactly how much fraudulent activity took place during this election. 
we continue to believe that this is going to go to the Supreme Court. We'll certainly keep you updated every step of the way here. But know this. At the end of the day, this is about election integrity. And anybody else who tells you something different is trying to manipulate you. If they're saying that this is just pure propaganda from the Trump administration, no, that's not what this is about. If it comes out and a full investigation is done and there wasn't enough voter fraud to overturn the results of this election, well, guess what? We'll keep fighting, we'll keep going on, and we'll accept the outcome of this election. But before that happens, we need to know that we can trust our electoral system here. It is one of the most primary and important birthrights of anybody in America is the vote. And to, to not be able to question it makes you question it even more. So, folks, we'll keep you posted here every step of the way. Make sure you're signed up for our podcast at VRAinsider.com. Click that podcast link at the top. And, of course, we'd love to have you with us. So, taking a look at our, our markets on the day now, we know that we've seen some strange days here. Uh, big up days or big down days in the NASDAQ. Well, while we see down days in the Dow or up days on the Dow on those same days. And we know from our at least one example here, our most recent example, markets don't like this kind of uncertainty. In 2000, when the media, once again, claimed that Gore had won the election and it took nearly a month to get that vote sorted out. So we're, no, we're not even there yet. So not time to get impatient with this. But once it became clear that the election was going to be contested, the market fell a quick 8%. So as we watch this strange action in the market play out, we can't help but think that this may be a very similar scenario that we're in now. It might explain some of the, the strange trading that we've seen. So looking at our markets on the day. We saw a big update in the NASDAQ, up over 2%. While the Dow was negative most of the day-to-day, the Russell 2000 finished almost exactly flat on the day-to-day. And we keep hearing a lot about this return to value stocks. It's only been a few days. That, that would be fine with us. But it's too soon to be confident in that action. That's how we're seeing it here. For years now, at least last four years, we've seen this head fake a few times now where value begins to outperform. The media jumps all in, all over this rotation to value play, rotation to value, only to stop and return to growth. Maybe this is the time that that, that rotation actually happens, but consider us skeptical of that. And here's what we wrote to our members this morning. And what we believe might be one of the most important points here. If we do see a rotation to value, that means that PE multiple in, in, in our markets are going to shrink as growth stocks are going to have to contract from here. So the bull market that follows would almost certainly underperform the tech-led bull markets that we have seen. So the PE multiples today, close to a 24 plus, uh, simply could not be supported in a value-led bull market. It would carry closer to the 15 range for a value-led bull market. So it would almost certainly be a more boring bull market, but we do remain medium to long-term bullish here. And it doesn't mean that there won't be money to be made in a bull market, but it will be less exciting. Um, But in times like these, when you see turbulent scenarios, that is when innovation shines. 
It is the best time to be in growth and innovation names, as we've seen since the beginning of coronavirus insanity, where innovative companies have gone on a tear, while value names, that's why a lot of people talk about the K-shaped recovery, right? You get the V in, in growth and innovation names, while value names, and really, in this case scenario, value means anything that's not tech. Not even necessarily value names, just anything that's not innovation in tech have been lagging. So that is what a K-shape would look like. And it is sort of what we've seen so far. But let's take a look at our markets on the day. As I mentioned, the NASDAQ led the way today up a nice 2% on the day to 11,786. We were followed there by the S&P 500 up 0.77% to 3,572. Followed there by the Russell 2000, like I mentioned, just Almost exactly flat today, down uh, just, it, I'm reading here 0.00% down just 0.07 points on the day. Like I said, flat to 1,736. And lastly, the Dow Jones down 0.08% to 29,397. Still just about 160 points away from an all-time closing high. So not terrible there from the Dow. Uh, so the action was not bad today, not not terrible by any means, but we have a hard time justifying being aggressively long in a market that's acting the way that it is right now. We have to see some things change first. And that begins with our markets starting to hit overbought territory. We are there now on a few VRA momentum oscillators and the VIX at extreme oversold territory here down another Five and a half percent today to a 23 now on the VIX. You know, love to see volatility low, but we'd like to see it in a little bit different of environment. And namely, in the internals is where we're seeing uh, some really interesting action here. Uh, so we want to see these internals sharpen up a little bit. Today on the NYSE, declining stocks beat out advancing stocks even with the S&P 500 higher, while the NASDAQ was able to come in slightly positive. But on a day with the NASDAQ's up 2%, we should see some pretty good numbers. That's simply not what we saw today. New 52-week highs to lows were our bright spot on the day, but certainly not huge numbers here. Uh, we had 136 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 15 hitting new 52-week lows. So not bad, but not the breadth that we've seen from this market on big updates like today for the NASDAQ. And lastly here, volume, similar story to advanced decline, came back negative on the NYSE and came in slightly positive on the NASDAQ, but it was less than two to one positive for the NASDAQ today. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Tech led the way. We do like to see that. That is what we want to see. Tech leads the market and semis leading tech. That is a sign of, of a tech bull market that that um, that very bullish occurrence there, and the semis were up over three and a half percent on the way on the day to day as well. So some good action there. We were followed there by consumer discretionary, consumer staples, and real estate. Our laggards on the day were materials, industrials, and energy. Some of the sectors that led that rotation to value story from the last few days lagging today. Finally for today, let's take a look at our VRA commodity watch. Gold now down 
0.75% on the day to 1,862 an ounce, continuing a little bit of that recent slide. Silver also down 0.66% to $24.30 an ounce. Copper down as well, 8 tenths of 1% to $3.13 a pound. Oil was up on the day, though, despite energy being lower, now up 0.46% to $41.55 a barrel. And finally for today, Bitcoin, which continues to make headlines. A lot of stories going out there right now as a lot of investors are catching on to this big move that we've had lately in Bitcoin. Up again today, 2.79% to 15,716, remaining at its highest levels since January of 2018. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, or VRAinsider.com slash podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.